Hi, it's Janelle. This is Marissa. This is Shanae, and you're listening to Fat Pink Cast. Sleepy Pink Cast. Sleepy Pink Cast. It's like now, but really Fat Pink Cast. But technically, Sleepy Pink Cast. Don't blame it on me. Blame it on the night. Don't blame it on me. Don't blame it on me. So blame it on the night. The ratings went up. We marveled at that. 7% from 1.5%. We thought it was like pity. Who said it was pity? A pity watch? I did. I said it was a pity watch. Because Probably. maybe people were hoping that Sleepy Hollow could turn it around for 2B. Yeah. And apparently the reviews have gone in. Did you read that Tom and Lorenzo review? That was like harsh. They're just no, like, I haven't. I haven't read it. They're like, season two is lost. <laughs> Like, um, yeah, we could have told you that. Um, I don't really have any hope. Anyway. Why is it this episode that critics are like season two is, well, you know what? That's a lie. Because they've been saying season two is lost for like the longest time. But I don't think they were set in it. I think they thought that when it came back, there would be like some kind of magically different, something magically different about it. Yeah, but we already established that that was too late because of filming. So we're Basically, we have to ride this season out. The only strong episode this past season was Mama. Yeah. Weren't they not supposed to have, like, um, a break between episodes, and now there's a break? There's no episode next week, is there? You mean because there's no episode next week? Yeah. Uh, I don't know why that is. It could be because of anything. I guess we can do that Outlander. February sweeps. Maybe we can do yeah. Outlander. Oh, do you want to do Michael but you know, Cole? You know every show we touch as soon as we podcast about oh, it. I know. Because God, more no. racist and more sexist. I know. We've been cursed. We've been cursed. No, we I have would to find say a way to we were cursed way. by Katrina, but she's not competent enough to curse us. <laughs> no. She isn't. Definitely not. Um, do you guys want to do... Well, actually, we could talk Marco about Marco Polo? You're saying Marco Polo. Do you want to? Sure. I haven't watched all of it yet. It's okay. hard to watch, like as an Asian American. Yeah. Ooh. It's I want you to, to talk about this. I really want you to talk about this. So, but, but there like, are some glamorous people on this show. Yes. Some fucking awesome Asian actors from all around the country. We really yeah. have to talk about it because the way they talk about it in relation to Game of Thrones baffles me a lot. Yes. Yeah, but I also I just I really want to hear your take on it. Are you making <laughs> me a cultural expert? Well, I'm not a cultural expert, but that's representation for you. It like, is. So I want to know. What's going I, on? For example, like, so remember when I was posting about it on Facebook and I was like, oh my God, this is great. And you're like, actually? And you like listed things out, right? I didn't yeah. notice that, right? And it just made me think of like the instances where people have come to me and say, hey, this is good representation for black people. And then I go, actually, it isn't, you know? <laughs> So, but like that's how I really want to know. I'm, you don't have to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah we can do it. Okay. Yeah. I think it's so. cool, and this is all I'm gonna say about it. Um, and hopefully, people who are listening can watch it, so that when we do podcasts about it, you know, they'll, well, be, they'll uh, know what we're talking about. Yeah. It, yeah. It's kind of cool that like the family, the dad Kublai is like a British actor, and then the mom Chavi is like American actor, and then the mm. Jim is like a like a, a Australian from New Zealand or Australian, yeah. So it's so like cute. One He's big awesome. international family. Yeah. I want to marry yeah. him. Yeah. So watch the show. <laughs> Remy, he. The character or the actor? 
um the both the actors <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh happy late birthday to nicole bahari her birthday was on january 3rd i'm two days older than her um which is interesting because she's like a billion more times mature than i am anyway <laughs> with these questions i'm asking it feels like i never know what to yeah, i know what i'm not yeah, i know what i'm not i keep searching don't know if i'll stop this i know this i know yes i know what i'm not uh. <laughs> So tonight's episode was written, um, it's called Paradise Lost. Um, I guess it's a reference to, what is it? Yeah, the book. Dante's Inferno? Dante's Inferno. Uh, Paradise Lost. Am I confusing them? No. Yeah, it's Milton. Milton. Uh, yes. Um, yes. And it's, I mean, it's written by. Fallen Angels. It's written by M. Raven Metzner, who we hate. And on, but like a raven instead. <laughs> and it's directed by Russell. Fine. Although I don't know if the M's, the M probably doesn't stand for Minoj. It probably stands for misogynist. No, no, oh. It stands for misogynist. <laughs> okay, okay. So we don't we don't know his heart. <laughs> we don't know him. So, what we're really basing this off of is just the writing yeah the writing for the first half of the season where he made really creepy comments about lindy greenwood and then wrote that really sexist episode with all of ichabod's clingy slash dead slash crush on him lady friends yeah thing. and killed like two women and yeah he's done a lot of stuff that just is screams uh, misogyny Screams yeah. misogyny <laughs> yeah frigging Fridging ladies. And even if it didn't, the net impact on the show itself making it more yeah. sexist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, dear. So before I was saying, um, before I realized this wasn't recording, that uh, now when we get moments with Crane, like panicking over Abby or something, they kind of ring hollow and false to me because his development is stuck somewhere. And I mean, it's... It's like, he he doesn't, he says platitudes to her and, and stuff like that, and he worries about her, and then the next time he's acting like a complete jerk, and he's not backing her up, and things like that. So, when there are little, like, it could be moments like this where, you know, he's all over Abby, and that's the first person he runs to, even though he, like, says Katrina's name, it just doesn't do anything for me anymore. Yeah, he's yeah. a douche. He's a total, like, <laughs> come on. Ichabod's a total douche now, and it's like, like I was saying before, like, this episode to me, like, I guess the buildup of 2A, in addition to this episode, everything just felt like character assassination, like, it's not like I was in love with him in in the first season, but he was funny, he was actually funny, he, Mm -hmm. and, and, And like, his his annoying quirks weren't as irritating. Right, because he wasn't the main character then, he Mm -hmm. was he was he was the sidekick right and you know his story wasn't the driving force of the narrative and now that it has become a driving force like it's they're giving like now we're in a position where we're we're watching a show about every other fucking british white dude that we've ever seen on television ever Mm -hmm. and that's not interesting like you can't tell me that Ichabod Crane is a unique character the way he is 
displayed in Sleepy Hollow. Like, you can't tell me that, because that's literally not true. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, raise your hands if you still ship a cabbie. <laughs> <laughs> and... Oh, I can't see any hands. Is it because I am doing this over? Uh, you know what? You know what? Because... I ship. I ship Jenny's relationship with Abby. That's what I ship. What, like incest? No. no. <laughs> I just like the fact that the first person she's kind of worried about is her sister, and yeah. I hope that never changes because Ichabod can go kick rocks. Katrina's only concern, of course, is Henry, as usual. Um, like Henry, I said, Henry. Like I said, fuck you, lady. No like one cares. Like, he tried to impregnate you with a... You know, he successfully impregnated you with a spider. She'll never learn. We and know And then this. killed your spider son. We know this. She'll never learn. Um, and I also didn't like... I, I don't get the time jump thing. I think it's laziness. Like we said. I feel like they well, didn't know what to write, and they just like, you know, hey, let's do a time jump so we don't have to talk about this. Like I'm trying said. to think of shows that did it, and if it ever worked. Like, Alias and Battlestar Galactica both had time jumps. I mean, I guess it's not that bad. It's six weeks later, but that's a month and, you know, nothing's gone on and they're at like this farmer's market talking about six weeks. Is... Yeah, we don't even get to see like an Irving funeral. Yes. Like, that's, Whoa, that's yeah, how big yeah. of a difference. Because remember, we got Corbin's funeral. How huge is it that we don't get Irving? Like, we don't even get and it's not even like. We don't even six know if he was cremated later, or not. He six weeks cremated. later, we, we don't even get a scene where they're at his gravestone. I know. I mean, that's a big fucking deal. Especially when you consider the fact that one of the most touching scenes from the first episode between Ichabod and Abby was him seeing her pain at her at the death of her father figure. Yeah. Frank Irving was her friend. Like, hello. Yeah. It's like and no Jenny way. was supposed to take care of Macy. Yeah. But she's, like, off at the bar. Yeah, and it's and it's With like Holly? okay, so it's like nobody nobody in Abby's story is getting any freaking respect. It's just it's disrespectful. It's so disrespectful. The six, the six week thing is ironic for me because they've done some just from a mental health perspective, they've done some studies on like intervening in a crisis. Uh-huh. And like there's one school of crisis intervention where, like, basically, if it's been more than six weeks, you don't intervene anymore because equilibrium has already been restored, so there's no point of intervention. What? I'm sorry, am I making any sense? Basically, yeah. after six weeks, like, generally, most things have settled down to, like, a certain point. Oh. So, like, you're, if you skip six weeks, like, you're missing out on, like, the, the growth. The potential All growth, the interesting the things? A lot of the... Interesting character stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a story. It's not real life. But yeah. I just thought it was interesting. It was like six weeks. And I was like, oh, it's too late for grief, gouts, like, you know, like <laughs> which isn't true. But like, you know, like, yeah. oh, it looks like they've recovered and are carrying on with their errands. I know. The stupid farm to table organic thing. Ichabod um, can grow his own food. I mean, he probably Or shop remembers. at Kroger like everybody else. He can shop at Kroger. Uh, so I don't get, like I was saying, I don't get why Abby, the practical one, is convinced that the apocalypse is over. Well, Ichabod's the one who is, who, the one who's usually so distracted by everything else going on in his life that he now wants to talk about their duty as witnesses. But maybe, right. maybe, maybe, it's, maybe it's because he knows without Abby, he's asked out and he needs, he's like, yeah, but that's literally not how they frame it though. 
Like that's, that's not how they frame that's it. Not that's how they the frame reason it. why I had a problem with that scene. Oh, it makes Abby look naive. It, it, it's not that it made Abby look naive. It just it's out of character for Abby. Like everything that we've seen of Abby, she's the one who's always been on her grind about the about the apocalypse, you know, always on task. Ichabod was the one who wasn't because he was too busy worried about Katrina and Henry. But now all of a sudden that Ichabod's having marital problems with Katrina and he needs a quote unquote distraction. Now the thing that was a driving force for Abby is taken away and become hit. And, and, and has so you're wondering where her sense of urgency is gone. Exactly, because well, it just doesn't make sense. Because she was the person who, after the thing happened with her and Jenny when they were kids, who like moved on real fast and didn't dwell on it and tried to push it behind her. Right, but the apocalypse has gone to... anywhere. Mm. Has it? <laughs> I don't know. The writers have been really vague about that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. The writers have but oh my it. god, a rotten apple. Something <laughs> as wrong in the state of New York. Because <laughs> there's a rotten apple. Maybe in the state of New York, maybe, where the NYP exists, I know, the worst right? thing is a rotten apple. <laughs> it's a rotten apple. Um, yeah. So where is the sympathy? I don't get the sympathy for Headless on the part of Ichabod because he's like the monster is a man. I was like, there are plenty of people who are monsters in real life, yeah. and you don't see everyone that. trying to redeem him. To redeem them. You know, I swear to God, this episode probably pissed me off more than it should have. Like. When he said that, it made me sweat. <laughs> like, I was so mad. Because <laughs> it just made me think of, like, the ways that people make excuses for white men. Like, yeah, and the fact that's that what Abby, made me think of. The fact that Abby has to stand there and listen to him. The monster is the man. Hello? Are you serious? Look how much trouble he caused you guys. Like, I feel like if Headless was more dynamic, and the question is how much of a monster is Headless really, uh-huh. we would probably be, he would be a much more interesting character uh-huh. but because they're framing it not that way it's yeah. like where it's like he's been wronged oh no his male ego has been bruised yeah now we're getting an, an entirely different conversation and i don't I'm not he's got that. like the worst case of nice guy itis ever oh my god seriously <laughs> i know i, know. I mean I sold myself to the devil because you betrayed me no. there are a lot of guys who get dumped and don't become a horseman of the apocalypse yeah katrina Find you know, yourself one of those fixer-uppers. You, you know what? Like, okay, so sorry. Let me just backtrack a little bit. So, you know, Abby, Abby brings up, because we meet Orion in the next scene, right? And Abby brings up, before that, Abby's like, here's all the stuff that you don't pay for. <laughs> and you need to get a job. You don't have... Unattractive. Don't have this, it was so... I mean, it was funny, but it was, like, anger-inducing. Like, it made me angry. Before, it probably made me laugh. And I was just like, completely just, I just hated him. Yeah, Ichabod's like, the guy who like, screams about the welfare state, and then like, it wasn't, cashes in his benefits, all all the, you know, like, it wasn't even, like, you're like, dependent on the largesse of Abby, and then complaining about like, fruit at the farmer's market. I just don't know what it, like, it's not working for me anymore. Like, their banter isn't working for me, and that's a problem. That's, like, really bad, you because know? Because they're reminding you that he's broke. It's not even that. I think they're just reminding me that... I, it's it's like they're, tr- they're trying to make... Yeah, they're trying to make something happen that's not happening because I'm so angry about everything else that it's just, like... Man, I would have chuckled normally, and I was kind of just, like... I think I missed it the first time around, actually, because I was so pissed at everything else. But anyway, we, we meet Orion... 
I think, and he's like a thousand more times interesting than Struggle Witch and Miracle Whip combined. Even though he's kind of cheesy and intense. Wait, which one is Miracle Whip? Miracle Axe. <laughs> it's Holly. Oh, oh, I thought you meant I- 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 Bram. No. Miracle Whip. Oh my god. I think <laughs> I think I saw. He's not it somewhere. even mayo because he's not like real eggs. Exactly. <laughs> he's not real eggs. He's like watered down. He's not real whipped cream either. He's like oil turned into look like whipped cream. Anyway, um, wait. Did we talk about Katrina living at Corbin's cabin? Right. When she, she paying rent. When Abby when brought she that stays up, more than thirty days, she's gonna get tenants' rights, and Abby's gonna have a really hard time evicting her. I was like, what the hell? Why is she at... Why? She was putting up his his wife. I was about to say ex-wife. She's putting up his, his wife. I was pretty like, mad when she mentioned that. And paying bills. And, okay, well, so I mean, she's... Katrina is guarding Bram. Right. She's so really she, good at that. Yeah, I mean, but she's sure doing... She not let him escape or anything. What is she doing? She's doing parlor tricks again. Like, she doesn't actually do any interesting magic. She just, oh, we're gonna... What? What is the purpose of, like, binding evil from the place? It's already in the Somebody room. Somebody discovered Hot Topic. Yeah, who's paying for those clothes? It better not be Abby. It better not be Crane. Crane the taxpayers of New York City because <laughs> Crane still gets that... Unless, I guess Ray is cut off the stipend, right? No, she she reinstated it. I think, maybe. Oh, is the taxpayers of New York <laughs> paying for the that? Taxpayers house. of New York and the freaking war on drugs because a lot of police funding in this country is dependent on the number of arrests people make for drugs. So racism. Okay, so I have a question. Yeah. So great. <laughs> I have a question. Is the kinks kink quince tea that good? Is it that kink. good? Kink or quince? Quince tea. Sorry. Okay, the I thought you said kink tea. tea. Kink I was like, tea. what kind of kink? The breathy corset, purgatory kind. Yeah. Quince tea. I've never had it myself. Apparently, it makes Katrina blame herself for why Abraham decided to be a horseman. Uh, I thought that was Raven Metzner. Yeah. And so, the writers who did not stop him. Th- I don't think they check each other. I was like, I don't think they say, um, this doesn't make any sense. Why is Katrina blaming herself for the fact? Like, did, did Raven Metzner have, like, is he a nice guy? Did he have some girl who just, like, this is why I turned into... I knew this show would suck once I saw that Orsi was attached. You but guys, they're not, but they're not... Whitewash and con and everything. No, 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 but they're not involved. They're not involved in the show. They are busy on Scorpion. Which is not a good show either. So it's so basically it sucks because of Goffman and this Raven guy. So it's just they have like a bunch of incompetent white guys at the helm. When do they never have a bunch of incompetent? That's like most of Hollywood, man. Not that Orsi is white. Because he isn't. But he's not running the show right now. He's white passing, yeah. He's not running. Hey, the correlation show right now. is not causation, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, so this loophole about purgatory comes up, which I figured they'd bring Urban back, Irving back, because like, I don't know. I figured we would get to see him at some point. It was like very easy, you know, as kind of like throwaway line, like oh, 
you know, there's no one guarding purgatory. I'm Orion. I escaped and I'm doing, you know, being badass with my black wings and shit. Did you guys like legit? I started cracking up when he showed up. Did you? Yeah. Me too. I was like, what the fresh supernatural buffy. And then he had the chakram from Xena. Yeah. Yes. Because I always thought he was going to be like Orion, like, um, Orion the Hunter. He's very intense. Or from Men in Black. But do you know why he's named Orion? Because of, yeah. Yeah, Raven Metzner's son. He's named after Raven Metzner's son. Who names our kid Orion? Sorry, I'm kidding. No, no, no. That's not what I was going for, but okay. Wait, what are you going for? Just that he named this character after his kid. It's a little weird. Well, the fact that he named this character after his kid, he's also... I guess he um, could have named the character Raven, so he would have named the character No, but it, this this whole... No, there is a character named Raven, and his name is Nick Holly. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, yes, because I was going to say, I was like, it's like this, he's just putting all of himself into these characters. Because there's Orion, that's supposed to be like his son, right? And then he's Nick Holly, and Lindy is like this fantasy girl or something. He gets to, like, dress her up and have, you know, put her hair down. And have Holly kind of neg her a little. Yeah. Like, dude. why does why does anyone, when she said, ah, I better give Holly a call, I was like, why does anyone we need don't... to give Holly a call? And I was like, <laughs> God damn it, Jenny is a weapons and artifact expert. Why are they dumbing her down for him? Exactly. I was like, in my living room, we were like, no, don't call him. I hate men. Call but anybody else. That bar scene, I was like, yo, I'm about to like, yo. I was I'm about yelling. To break I was something. just like, please die in a that fire. Oh, so gross. Awesome. It was so disgusting. I was like, oh my God, is this middle school? Who writes like this anymore? That man can't handle you, blase, blase, blah. And You're especially not like other girls. And especially when he's saying it about a black woman, I was just like, do not <laughs> test telling me. her like about herself right yes like okay. i know you and that guy can't handle you i was like wild. listen you better let her get her flirt on because that guy is 10 times more attractive than you are and Why i was like cock blocking jenny i was like i hope somebody shows a spike through your head i was like you are a walking talking symbol of misogyny but literally that whole exchange was disgusting like, and when, I, was like, Dude, they I hope that actor was Jenny. embarrassed I really hope so fucking too. Like, they I literally was brought, like, why are these my lines? I want yeah, my, I want the audience to Jenny like in. my character. I feel like they brought Jenny in to stand around and look pretty. Because if yeah. you think about it, she didn't do shit. She didn't, she didn't do shit. She, okay, you know what pissed me off? The fact that she deliberately, they made her deliberately mispronounce the name of that thing that he was holding. And then he, she had to sit there while Holly mansplained everything to her. Yeah, and, and then when she like expressed herself, he like ignored her and basically derailed instead of responding. He just like right. threw it on the ground and yeah. And whenever he, he didn't validate her feelings, whenever he's in a scene, she's reduced to eye candy every single frigging time. Yep, and that pisses me the f- like it pisses me off so much. Um, oh, man, Sad. I just hated that.
and Abby should bang. That's all I what? <laughs> No, no. For an angel, like, Orion's, like, the butchest angel ever. He's ugly. Because ugly. supposed to be, like, androgynous. Yeah. Are they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. And first of all, okay, so Instead, he's... Instead, he's, like, this, like, buff white dude with a frisbee. And Edward Cullen eyes. Yeah, I didn't... I don't know about his eyes. I was like, couldn't he have normal eyes? I mean, I hate the fact that Abby Abby finally gets an advocate and, like, the kindred, he's just fucking disappears. Oh, or, well, in this case, she put her faith in the wrong person. That was just bullshit. I like that he mentioned that God is genderless and formless. And I like that um, he mentioned uh, creation didn't take seven days. And also, I like Abby asking about dinosaurs. That was cute. <laughs> And she like challenged him, and she was very direct with him. Yeah, you know, which like, she... she didn't say like, "Oh, would you please?" She was like, "Quit it, no, don't do that." Very which, direct. Which she's not allowed to do with um, Ichabod. She could, but then you know people would be like, "What a bitch!" You know what Katrina's like? I made a note because like all these scenes are kind of in the same area. So, Katrina's like that one kid who wants to save all the animals, even when they have rabies and keep biting people and killing other animals, and they need to put to be put down. Is She's this an like... accurate depiction of <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome and domestic violence, or sex writing? Both. I don't know. I don't get it. Her character... Okay, makes... okay. I have a question. Okay. If you were Katrina, mm-hmm. and you broke up with Bram, yeah. would you rather he become an MRA... Or one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Aren't they the same thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, MRAs don't have an axe and gallop around with no head. They, um, what do MRAs do? But they have the internet, which is a dangerous weapon. They have the internet and bug you a lot. <laughs> yeah, and do things Can like gamer game. Like, Can he just die? Do you know what I like about Orion? <laughs> Besides, I vote for option C. Just kill him. <laughs> you know, you know what I like about Orion besides the fact that like he's totally in, about Abby, he doesn't like Katrina. <laughs> yeah, when what if Katrina and Holly her? met and hooked up? No, I just I just want them both to die, and then they die together. <laughs> you mean they hook up inside a volcano? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that erupts and then yes. they die. <laughs> Full of a Scientology film. Like, I hate you know. Sleepy Hollow has me in a position where I'm wishing for the death of a female character. Like, why do they put me in this position? Oh, I'm so over her, though. Like, when Ichabod was talking about the fact that she wants to save Abe, and Abby's like, the horseman Man. killed Corbin, Masons, etc. How long before you puts, he puts um, you and I in the ground? I was like, he literally already put Crane in the ground! He did! You're right! He did. Like, yo, he killed you. Katrina, he killed your husband. She's so... Because you dumped him. She killed your husband yo, because you, you dumped him. Yo, did you see my tweet? Did you see my tweet? I was like, Katrina is literally a walking representation of white privilege. And that is the only way her character makes sense. Like, what do you, you mean? You mean, her, like, white female privilege or just white privilege? Just white privilege in general, right? Like, she does all this shit. All this fucked up shit. But it's always yeah. the people of color who has to apologize. It's always Abby that's apologizing. Yo, when she... Somehow Katrina is always right. She's always right, no matter what she does, right? To the point where Abby may go rail against her the entire episode, but best fucking believe, the writers always make sure Abby says, 
well, you know what? Katrina was right in the very fucking end. That's white privilege, yo. I yo, swear to God. When she, it's a maybe metaphor it's, for white privilege. When she freed Headless, I was like, I want to wring her neck so bad. And then she's like, Abby, if he was one of your friends, you wouldn't condemn him to death so easily. All the and I was like, oh my God. Andy? Trying like, to like school Abby. I was all like, Andy. The, all the you... convoluted logic? That's white privilege, my friend. That is what white privilege <laughs> but is. But is it white privilege or is it specifically the framing of like some subconscious like framing of this relationship that has existed between like white women and black women? I don't know. Maybe maybe it is it is that. Because we, we really... saw some of that with Katrina and Abby helping her like kind of being like a nurse. Being her mammy. Right. right. And now being Abby her... and Abby fetching things for her and Providing for her, her when she collapses and shit. Right. Like, providing for her at no cost. And, like, like Abby's exactly. the friggin' help or something. And no thanks at all whatsoever. And, like, this is why... But it's like, really, seriously, if you do look at Katrina's character as, like, you know, as a metaphor for white privilege... And a product of her times. And, and, the, and the product she of her She would time. expect Abby to treat her just as... Wait, so you, you mean know. modern white women don't expect that? Not, no, no, they, okay, yeah, yeah. Maybe she's a representation of white feminism. It's just like, literally everything is her way or the highway. No one's a person unless it's from her perspective. You but I, I, mean? I really think these writers think that they are um, framing them at odds in a interesting way and it's not interesting it's just frustrating you know because because yeah. Katrina's Abby, wrong she's yeah really you'd wrong. have to have really warped lens to feel like they both arguments were like equivalent yeah exactly. and when she's like talking about how she helped Abby I was like wh- wh- what no, no, Abby is a witness Abe is the horseman of the apocalypse. Seriously. Why can't Abby be sad that you let him run away? She's Why literally. Can't Abby be sad. She's literally. This is obstruction of justice. <laughs> it is obstruction. Not that justice means shit, but like. She's like the obstruction. This is the obstruction of like witness duties. That's what this fucking. That's what this yeah. is about. Like, like if you think about it, she's literally trying to stop Abby from doing her job. Yeah. And she and she's emotionally manipulative. She's a she's kind of a bully, you guys. Katrina's kind of a bully. She is. And why is it Orion, the one who actually wants to kill a demon they're supposed to kill, being questioned? Like, why is he being questioned and Katrina's Well, it not turned being out he had ulterior motives. I mean, it turned out he had why? ulterior why? motives, why but like, him why? To have ulterior motives. Like, yeah. Why can he think also about the kindred? The kindred, Abby's one other random ass ally. Where the fuck is he? He's gone. Wayside. And now we have another solely Abby ally because remember Orion was only interested in that and helping Abby but it turns out he has an ulterior motive so now anytime some random character pops up that want, that is actually beneficial to Abby they gotta go same thing with Joe Corbin Joe Corbin definitely beneficial to Abby but where is he now like, you know what I think Orion had the right idea I literally wish a volcano would erupt in Sleepy Hollow and take the most <laughs> annoying characters with it like he should take it should take he should take out Holly he was ready to take out you know Abraham and Katrina and I was like you should throw Holly in there because all he did like he Jenny's I don't know the next morning or whatever they're doing Jenny's walking around in her outfit from last night I don't know what happened the night before and arguing with Holly and he's like jealous because 
I don't know why he's jealous. Like, he has claims on her. And I was just like, I, I don't understand why the world just won't open up and swallow him. Because if I were Orion, I would, I would totally be down with that. I don't know why Abby can't just, like, turn around and just, like, say F everybody else and just go party with Orion. I'm ready Literally, for that. I'm like, well, because she cares about the innocence and stuff. <sighs> I'm, like, dying for Ichabod to, like, I don't know, go on vacation with Katrina and then just let Abby have, like, the rest of the season to get shit done. Because he's literally, like, hindering so, everything. Question. So what was that ritual about just getting Headless as a new weapon? Because he was, like, doing metallurgy or whatever. Met- Did I pronounce that right? Metallurgy? To make a brand new weapon? Is that what that... I don't get how they connect really to the ball. I think they just use them to, to have a really cool fight scene. I think I was, like, surfing the internet when that scene went down because I was bored. I mean, I liked the fight, though. I mean, I, Abby got to be kind of badass and do this, like, flying jump punch move thing. That was kind of cool. But anyway, Orion's ulterior motive turned out that he wanted the horseman's power to bring judgment. But does the horseman yeah. even have any power? He's kind of whack at this point. Like, what power does he have? Gosh, the mythology is really confusing. So if Orion the Angels, who has caused cataclysmic events in the past, yeah. uses his chakram frisbee boomerang thing yeah. to steal the powers, then he can become a horseman. Is he, Wouldn't wait, he still need the other three? Was he trying to become a horseman? Is that what was happening? He kind of wanted to bring about the apocalypse. But it's going to happen anyway. Yeah. So, I mean... Mm. See, I'm I'm so terrible because I think I should be... I should be going, yeah, Orion was wrong, but I'm not going Orion was wrong. I'm going, he's a zealot, but he's a zealot I kind of agree with. I think there should be an apocalypse. <laughs> you don't really care about any of the characters. I don't care any about, like, the only If people... the show was rebooted, you'd be okay with it? Yeah, because I only care about, like, Jenny and Abby and Irving at this point. I don't care about anybody else. What would the world be like if we had, like, a big do-over? With somebody in, like more competent handling the story, I just, you know, like the fact that they release headless for a fair fight, and then they have Abby acting completely out of character, talking about the enemy of my enemy is my ally. I was like, this is a joke. I I was like, this is the first time I think I thought if headless kills Abby, because you know they released him and he, you know. Yeah. They killed they they destroyed his weapon. If Headless kills Abby, then Nicole won't have to be on the show anymore. <laughs> oh gosh. Isn't Katrina worried? Because wasn't like up till a couple episodes ago Headless all about like I must be head Trina and make her my headless wife. Is Katrina not worried? Like what if instead of running off to make metallurgy or whatever, he'd been like, Alright, I can behead you now to make what you my headless Katrina, wife. What is Katrina like really worried about? Like what is she like what are her concerns? What are her priorities? Do we Henry, understand? Come on. Breathing <laughs> Breathing? No, but seriously. Orion must have been like, bitch, talk up. I can't hear you or something. For some reason, the writers keep framing Katrina's priorities as super important but like what are they really what are her pri- like what I, is she trying to achieve i'm telling you she's evil 
No, when, Katrina's when Abby, not evil. When Abby was her, like, evil, Katrina's sorry, not evil. evil, I was like, how do you know, Abby? You don't know shit, Abby. <laughs> she's I'm not sorry. evil, she's just really evilly incompetent. <laughs> At this point, they're a season too late. If they really try to pull that, oh, it's like, nah, Katrina's like, nah, you should have pulled that in the very first season when everyone was dying for her to have something to do. Like, even how- in the last episode, having Katrina turn out to be evil would have been the best thing ever. Like, how awesome of- would it have been how awesome would it have been if Orion instead of just flying away had like snatched Katrina and then flew away? That would have been awesome. Yes. <laughs> and yes. then dropped while her tying, while and, then, and then dropped her into a volcano. <laughs> no, but seriously. I mean she just wants to save everything that's evil. Like that doesn't make any sense that she's not evil and I can't believe they won't go there. She's like, not evil. She just wants to save everything that's evil and sabotage our missions. Yeah. How does that make and, sense? And lie. Does that lie. make sense to you that a character who isn't evil would be doing those things? Because in any other show, I feel like they would be like, there's something shady about her. Right? Abby, you're like a master detective who almost went to Quantico. I love how like Quantico is not even... When she talks about Quantico, she's not even... They don't even let her reflect on how sad she is that she's stuck with these two idiots. Like, ugh, she could idiots, still go. She could still go. I think she should get up and walk out. She should tell Joe Corbin on the way out that someone's squatting in his dad's old cabin. <laughs> he could, like, tear down the cabin and make condos. Where is Joe Corbin? Can we bring him back? There would be so much more interesting. He, he knew to stay out of it. Ugh, God. How could they see Headless's head in the barn? By the way. Well, last season Katrina cast that spell that lets you see his face. Did she cast it again? Sure. Because <laughs> she's good like good at magic like that. Is this a terrible question? Because she can't really actually do anything? Maybe they couldn't. Maybe they were... Maybe he was just talking and no one was listening to him. I, mean, I don't know. Because Crane could see him. And he was talking to him. And I was like, what? Okay, Okay, out of all the weird shit in this episode, like flying angel man and like Hot Topic Katrina letting... You're asking how we can see his head? I'm just really confused about that. I don't think there's like a lot going on. You know what? Okay, so Orion flies off just like Kindred leaves. As we were saying, everyone who tries to ally themselves with Abby... Pieces Including out. Corbin, who has like werewolf powers and stuff. Yeah, pieces out. Um, which is a problem for everyone, like literally everyone. So we did we do that happens and like everything's back to normal and they're playing like the, the cutesy music, the the theme, the it could be theme, right? And I'm so tired of these writers resetting everything and having Abby admit that she was wrong, especially when she wasn't. Like, she had every single right to say what she did. She had every single right to side with Orion since her partner isn't on her side, right? And she's just like, I didn't mean to side with this zealot. And he's like, I didn't mean to take your word, take Katrina's side over yours or whatever. But I was like, you do that. You don't have to, like, match it. You don't have to me to it. Yeah. And I was like, you do that every single episode. Like, how many episodes? No, not even that. I mean, Abby's talking about, like, something she regrets. And he's yeah. like, well, I, too, have regrets. He's like one of those, um... 
let me tell you about Katrina. He's like, and she's like, no, I'm trying to talk. To you. It's when it's but, when like it's when like people are like Black Lives Matter, and here comes comes a racist Katrina's life matters too, guys. <laughs> Hashtag all lives matter. Apparently, Abby's doesn't because we're not learning anything else about her. I just I don't know why can't can't we can't we have an episode right where at the end Abby stays angry at Crane and everything isn't nicely wrapped up he's constantly betraying her trust it's like why can't she stay angry at him why can't he figure the shit out and understand that he's a shitty person why can't they why can't they have an actual argument that leads somewhere I feel like mm-hmm. it the argument I think it's a writing thing I mean, no, it's obviously a writing thing. What am I saying? But what I mean is there's this thing in more amateurish writing where you put a bow on things. Uh-huh. You want to tie up all your loose ends. You want to, like, make it look clean and neat and not messy and human. Yeah. And that's why you get things like the finale, everything dramatic happening in the finale, getting, like, reset, erased, ignored the next episode. Mm-hmm. That's why you get, like, little closing. Every episode of Sleepy Hollow closes with, like, a buddy-bunny moment where all their tension is reset. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's not the kind of show that it needs to be. Like, they're just... I was just like, how is making Abby agree with all this foolishness actually working? Like, how does it make anything all right? I never watched The X-Files, but how do they do, like, Scully and Mulder? And, like, were they, like, always, like, back to the old grind at the end of every episode? Or were they... I mean, it, it, it kind of was like that, but they also built on their relationship. Um, one of the things that I've, I skimmed a, a couple of reviews because I wasn't actually home to read any. One of the things that I saw somebody say was that the show is wasting. I mean, obviously, it's wasting um, uh, Nicole and Tom's chemistry. But they, they were like, they spend more time talking to other characters than they do to each other. And talking about characters people talking to characters people don't care about, right? And then when they do talk to each other, they talk about Katrina. Yeah. And other characters that people don't care about. Like Jenny's talking to Holly, nobody cares about him. Abby keeps talking about Abby constantly it's like Abby's in this loop where she's constantly talking about the people who died who meant so much to her. And she instead of like getting to deal with that Crane comes in, talks about Katrina, who no one gives a shit about. Katrina's talking about Henry. Those two characters nobody gives a shit about. And then now, since Abe is neutered, it's like no one cares about him either. It's like there's there's too many characters that people just don't care about. Like, what do we... And also, nobody's scary anymore. Do you remember when Headless was actually legitimately, like you'd freak out when he popped out. Nobody's scary anymore. Who's our villain? Like, even Orion, when it turned out that he, you know, he has an ulterior motive, even that wasn't scary. It just felt pathetic. And So it's like, what are they doing? Like, who, like, the apocalypse, quote-unquote, the apocalypse is not big enough of a conflict to create the tension necessary for an engaging story. Yeah. So now the writers are being too vague about so many different things and nothing and I and then they're like throwing it out there and like ta-da here's a story and then the viewers and we as viewers were watching this and we're like like no this doesn't make any sense there's no continuity where's your canon like yeah why are you throwing your canon out the window where's your mythology 
I mean, there's an implication when Abby's like looking at the like mini chakram that she's going to call on him again, right? Because he can't just, just be gone. But then again, they did the same thing with the kindred. They could technically call on the kindred. Watch the phrase. Oh my God, I just had the worst thought ever. Watch Abby call Orion and have them frame her decision as this like this grand betrayal towards Ichabod, even though Ichabod has betrayed Abby so many times. How much more fucking bet? If they do that, Abby's gonna call him for you know for whatever desperate reason, and then this huge catastrophe is gonna happen, and then Ichabod's gonna be like, "I'm so disappointed in you, Lieutenant." I'm How much of, of it? I'm, I'm calling kind, it right now. I'm kind of mad that you're saying this because it's probably true. It's totally going to be true. And it's going to be terrible. And I'm calling it. I'm calling it right now. You're probably right, to be quite honest. And, you know, I just... Why couldn't this be, like... Why couldn't we build up on the fact that he's a zealot? Why did it have to be, like, one, one and done in one episode? Because we could have had them trusting him this whole entire time. Let's say he kills Katrina. <laughs> Yay. Or let's say he kills Headless. Let's say he does something, maybe not necessarily that drastic, but he does something to help them, right? And then only later do we find out that he's a, he's not exactly the best guy. He's kind of like a zealot. And he's trying to bring about the apocalypse. Like he could have actually been a villain, but a villain that we liked at first, you know? I feel like they I don't... think just just like that's like unfortunately because they decided to make Henry the Horseman of War. Yeah, that would be we'd be just be getting the same story over again, which is a shame because I definitely maintain my position that Henry should have remained a soul eater. Yeah, death eater, right? Soul eater, sin <laughs> like, eater, sin eater. eater, not a death eater, a death eater. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you're right, but. Yeah, theater would have been interesting too. Like if Voldemort. I feel like if they had, yeah, you're right. If they hadn't done that, then we could have gotten an interesting thing with Orion. But he doesn't even have to like necessarily betray them or something. But I don't know. I I mean, who's the villain for this season? So you know, one of the Marie's also mentioned they were like, "This is not something you do in your second season. This is something you do in your fifth season when you run out of stories to tell." And you're like, oh, it's been it's been a month and a half, and there has been no activity from evil. What is going on? What happened to their series Bible? I'd love to get my hands on a copy. Apparently, of that. they throwing it out. Did you hear about that? This is kind of like no a raven. what? Yeah, did you hear about that? No. They okay. Goffman apparently had an interview, and they were like. Yeah, we're going to um, expand it, expand the world, and we're going to bring in other religions or whatever. And there's not going to be, it's not going to be just strictly based on the Bible. So basically, there's seven years of tribulation thing. They're, they've kind of thrown it out the window. Did you read that? You you guys didn't read this, did you? And then I was like, this doesn't make I, any I sense. I read it. I just wasn't sure if they were going to be like all part of the plan or if they were like, we don't know what we're doing. Let's get rid of this apocalypse thing. I feel like they don't know what they're doing. So they're like, get, let's get. That's the basis of their mythology. I feel like they're not committing to it. Somebody was saying that Goffman isn't a guy who seems like he knows how to write sci-fi. And I think that's true. Or fantasy. He doesn't know how to write like genre show. Because he was never involved with the genre show. He doesn't care about the mythology. Like 
he doesn't seem like a guy, like a sci-fi or fantasy guy that actually cares about sci-fi and fantasy. Like, he doesn't love the genre. And I think that's right. I think that's true. It's like, people like the fans, um, people who usually write for shows like this, really love these genres. And I don't think he knows what he's doing. I don't think most of the writers know what they're doing, to be quite honest. I think they need writers who know how to write, like... women women (laughs) besides that besides that so um irving comes back he's barefoot he's a zombie a zombie slave i don't know he goes in and he drinks what what was he drinking was it milk you made a joke about a milk commercial got milk got milk and orlando jones actually liked it on twitter Oh, he did? Interesting. He did. He's probably going to create something. A meme or something. Um, (laughs) So, oh, I actually forgot to mention this raven at the beginning. Did you see that thing about who they're casting as an Indian deity? Not deity. Indian. Oh, I forgot. Holy shit. Why did they do that? Oh, that white lady. Yup. They don't even give a fuck anymore. Yo, I was so pissed. I'm still pissed. For me, I just find it simply, like, when it comes down to it, I'm like, I just don't understand why they haven't. Are there no South Asian actors? Exactly. Like, I feel like they brought her in because she's been on um, another popular sci-fi series, and maybe they think it's going to bring in viewers or something, but I know. He's white. white. Listen, <laughs> when it comes down to it, she is a white woman. Yeah, they yeah. could have brought her yeah. in for like any other role. That's true. It's that's what. That's exactly. what I was gonna. Exactly. Yeah, I was gonna say that's probably what their their thought process was. But the fact of the matter is, there are bigger actors that they could bring in for guest roles that would probably boost the viewers more. And I feel like a lot of people don't actually know who the hell she is, and she could have been anybody. She could have been Abby's therapist. She could have been Abby's therapist. I'm tired of them adding. I don't know if Abby would go to a white lady therapist. <laughs> yeah, that's like, true. <laughs> you never know, right? She had a social worker who she trusted, who she liked. Was white, yes. but still. But they're, I don't... they're adding way too many white people to, the, and even as guest characters, like. But she's one of she's not going to be white. white. She's going to be blue or something. What is? Oh, what good. Is she playing again? What character is she playing? It's, um, um, I don't know. It's not a deity. Um, it's just in. They're painting her blue. No, I think she's not going to be. She's not going to be. She will play a Hindu monster called a Vitala. And but clearly she's a one-off, so they could have gotten literally any Indian actress to do this role, like any. For one episode, why did they have? Why did it have to be a white person? I don't like. What is the purpose? To piss off your audience even further? It's like they're shitting on our faces. To just, I feel like they're trolling us. They're <laughs> That's like really gross. <laughs> they're shitting. They're taking a big, huge stinking shitting dump. <laughs> they're taking a big stinking dump on all How their viewers, <laughs> on all of the people of color who are watching this show. 
And some of y'all might not recognize that they're shitting in your faces, but something <laughs> smells bad, okay? <laughs> something smells really bad. Do we uh, want to get... How many donuts? Do, are we done? Can we give, the, can we give donuts? It's okay. I just, I just feel like... I guess it wasn't as bad. Okay, it started out okay. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it's still nowhere... It's just like this show's averaging four for me. Mm-hmm. It's just a four. How about you, Marissa? How many donuts? I don't know. Donuts. It's not fun to watch anymore. I know. What happened? Sexism happened. Maybe like... maybe next week's episode. <laughs> no, for me I thought I thought this episode was like a three, three point five. I feel like for a comeback episode after a mid season finale, it's no. It doesn't do the do it. I laughed for like two minutes straight when the bird man showed up. Bird man. It was it was it was just bad. It was just bad. It was bad. It was the combination of the CGI. The, the and only then... thing that's saving it and even she can't carry the show. I mean, Tom Tom is not doing anything for me as Ikebot anymore, so I'm like Ikebot is such an awful character now. I wonder if Tom Meisen realizes that. I wonder if it frustrates him. I wonder if he and Nicole even talk anymore. I wonder if he and Nicole actually like read the script and call each other and, and have conversations. Just like, That's interesting. What the hell? I would love to know that. Like this... on the blooper reel, there's a line where he says like, "That's some of the worst acting I've ever done in my entire <laughs> life." Um, maybe next week's episode will be better. Yeah. Right. Are you kidding me? We, they literally had, there's a clip of Abby dressing him up for a date with Katrina at an art gallery. So, so I'm going to go with no. I'm going to go with no. She has to be a, a mammy, basically. All right, everybody. So thanks for listening. You can follow us at fatpinkcast.com. I forgot we have a dot com now. We do. <laughs> And on iTunes and Podbay, Feedburner, what haves use. So find us there. Yeah. Yay. Oh, and retweet us at Fat Pink Cast as we live tweet Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Find us in the hashtag Sleepy Hollow, hashtag Sleepy Hollow, and hashtag Shady Hollow, and hashtag Abby Mills is still deserves better. <laughs> hashtag things that are more interesting than Katrina. Hashtag go home, Holly. <laughs> hashtag jobs for Ichabod. <laughs> hashtag there was something else that was really funny. Hashtag there was legit a bird guy in this episode. <laughs> Hashtag please save us. Please save the show. Somebody. Anyway, I will leave you for the preview for the next next week's episode. And I guess guess next week we'll be doing Outlander. See ya. Bye. Deciphered every code from Caesar Shift to Morse, yet the one that will always elude me is modern dress. Oh there. This hasn't been hiding here all along. To look. I got your back. We have little time. Too 